Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. Ain't no complaints. Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. Ain't no complaints. Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. What's going on? It's your man Moog, aka Mr. 21 Days, aka Musin Thor, and I'm here with my man, my guy. Yo, you know what it is, Steven Shears, aka Mr. Running Glasses, aka Mr. Be There, aka Mr. You see me, see you see me, why I see you see me. And yo, you are running for a minute. We thank y'all for joining us today. And wherever you listen to us at uh Spotify, Apple Podcasts. What else, Steve? Anchor. Look, we want you to subscribe to our uh, our show, man. It's a pretty cool show, pretty dope show. And uh, guess what? We have a guest today. We have a guest today. A guest today. A guest today. Yo, uh, today our guest. What you say? <laughs> Yo, today our guest. She's an author. She's CEO of Dana Speaks Life. Uh, what else? She's a she's a super host. Super ah, host. Super <laughs> host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I seen her host a couple gigs. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, she 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 was a radio personality too. She's I think she still does that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, without further ado, Dana Marie. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's up, everybody? Say what's is... up to the the uh the minute runners. That's what we call them, the minute what's runners. What's up, minute runners? Uh huh. I see you running all out of breath, but but keep going. Keep going. Oh, when did when did we start calling the minute runners? I, I got I'm the lost. minute runners. The minute runners, man. It don't yeah. matter. Just go with it. Just yeah. go with it today. I feel it. I, I feel it. <laughs> you must. I'm excited. The... <laughs> I'm Yo. excited to be in the building right hey. now. To be in a space. Uh, we are gonna have a fun call. Uh, we are gonna have a, a fun time, and we're just gonna do what we do because look, we have you crazy. Look, we are happy to have you here. Uh, <laughs> So we're gonna get into you. We're gonna get into what you're doing. Uh, you got new apparel for your business. Uh, I seen mm-hmm. that on up on Instagram. That's dope. Uh, look, we're gonna get into all that. But uh, first, uh, Steve, what's what's been up with you this week? Um, listen, listen. Forget about my week. I just want to tell you about Dana and how me and Dana connected. Look, <laughs> okay. Let me tell you, <laughs> I know nothing about nothing until I met Dana. Oh. So, uh. <laughs> So I was just starting running glasses, and I'm not even sure if I had the LLC yet, but I had the name, and I was doing, mm-hmm. I was about to do my first ever event. So it, so I'm scrambling around, putting stuff together and things like that. And then I want to say maybe a week or two before my event, I went to an event and Dana was hosting. Okay. So I'm at the event, I see a host, I'm like, oh, this joint cool, and this, that, and the other. And the crazy part is this, I thought I was going to host my event, but mm-hmm. when I seen her hosting, I was like, I can't do all that. So that's not oh. gonna happen. You're not gonna get that from me, like at all. So, 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 Dana, 
So we getting straight into Dana since you just like nix everything I said with pre-production. So Dana, why is a host so important? Because Steve <laughs> thought he was gonna host, but he had to realize that like so we just so we just going there. No, so you asked about my week so... though. I was telling you about listen, I was telling listen, you. Listen, listen, Steve, I appreciate all of that. Um and, and I and I appreciate you seeing my gift. You know, I really as crazy, as funny, as loud, as, as as good as I may be, you know, all praise and honor goes to God. You know, he gave me this gift. And a lot of times people think they can just have an event and not have a host because they're like, oh, no, I got a great person. I can do this. Right, but right. A host is way more than a person being loud on stage. Like that's, mm. that's what people think. Oh, is the person being loud on stage? No, no, I have to captivate the crowd. I have to manage time. I have to make sure the event is flowing. I have to make sure people are in place because exactly. if uh, the next speaker is coming up and they're not already set to go, then it's going to be a time lapse. And then I'm going to lose the audience. So, so many different things. You know, there are times when I would plan the entire rundown of an event and then mm -hmm. realize crowd is not buying what's going on so i gotta change it and then change it so i always have to be on my p's and q's and literally i'm always listening to the spirit you know and, and always trying to feel the vibe in a, in a and, space. and i know i know so you was, i know you was listening to the spirit when you did steve event i was at his first event because <laughs> look listen i thought y'all was matching on purpose you had the no. blue dress on and he had on blue. I'm like, okay, Steve, like coordinate, all right. I never no. seen him coordinate before. Dana's like, you know. I didn't know no. my colors was blue until Dana told me my colors was blue. That's not that. <laughs> Love it. So honestly, um, for me, specifically hosting Steve event, it was it was a really great time. Um, because number one, the, the crowd was just amazing. Um, they really reacted to my vibe, my energy. Um, they felt the connection between, you know, like just me and the space. Like it was, it was just really, really live. And um, Steve, like you said, he really didn't know what to do, you know, mm -hmm. and how to work it out. And I'm just like, listen, you hired a host, you hire me, you hire Dana Marie. So all your job is to do is to just enjoy your event, plan your content, whatever it is that you want to say, what you want to speak about, plan your content. And when I call you up there, do your thing. But the rest of it, leave it up to me. When we transition, you know, when the crowd, when the crowd is kind of losing its energy, leave all of that up to me. You can live life very free at your event because you hired Dana Marie. And that's literally what, you know, I strive to do in my hosting business, just allowing people to enjoy their event. Because you think that you can be the host. You think you can be the event coordinator. Then you can be the star of the event because it's your event. You can't do that. It's too much, too many different roles. So, so when you hire so that host, you're allowed to just be at your event and to just to, to do what you do at your event instead of trying to do, have multiple roles. So how long you been hosting? When did you start? So I started, my official brand was released in 2017, Dana Speaks Life LLC. And that's where I serve as a professional host and a Godivational speaker. Godivational, I cannot talk without bringing God in it. Like I've tried not to put him in. He always mm -hmm. comes. So I call myself a Godivational speaker. Um, and I officially started, like I said, 2017. And I hosted my cousin's book signing. Now, mind you, she knew that I had some experience with hosting and TV, but I kind of stopped. Um, and I really started in 2000, I want to say 2009, 2009, I'm sorry, 2009, I really started, but then I was like, 
dibbling, dabbling in the TV business. Stuff didn't go my way. So I kind of got discouraged and I gave up. I let it all go. Mm. And she remembered that. So she was like, yeah, oh, yeah, you host? And literally, almost nine, eight, nine years later, I go back into the hosting scene. And I was like, wow, God, this is really my thing. Like, I, I quit on myself. I let it all go. And it took me almost eight or nine years to come back to this. And here I am. And I cannot let it go again. Like, this, this is a part of who I am. So, you know, it, it was a, a long journey um, with believing in myself that I can do it. You know, when you're up on stage in front of a lot of people, you know, if you mess up, you're like, oh my God, I, I messed up. And you got to try to recover. You got to fix it because you're, you know, you're in a limelight, even though it's not my event. Mm-hmm. It's just, if things don't go right, it's my fault, right? I'm the host. I'm supposed to have it all under control. So you get a little discouraged because it's like, oh shoot, all of this is on me. Mm-hmm. And this person, not only, you know, is it on me personally, because it's just like my own personal pressures being in front of all these people, whether or not I'm going to mess up or what, if I'm going to do it right or say this right, is the transition right, is the crowd right? It's also somebody paid me to, to provide this service. So that's a whole nother level. Like, am I doing this right? Am I doing a good job? So it took a while for me to get here, but I'm so glad that I was obedient to the call. You know, a lot of people are touched by the events that I that I host. You know, they'll remember, oh my God, I remember you said this at this event. And I remember you encouraged me. And a lot of times my tag, I'm a funny host, right? I'm a funny host and I got a lot of little little tricks and, oh, and right. stuff up my sleeve. Like right. it, it just it all comes out because that's just a, my natural personality. But it really touches me when they say they see the God in me right. when I'm hosting an event and That's you have people who don't even believe who don't even know and it might not even be a Christian event but they're just like yo it's something about you and that's where I get to go in and be like no it's Jesus like right. yep that's what so, it is so so your background in communications because you graduated uh from Temple right Temple yes. with a commi- yes, sir. Batch, t-, t you uh with a uh, <laughs> With bachelor's in communications. So how did that play a role? You know, does how did that play a role? Is it better like with the education? How did education play a role from the experience of hosting and, and the gifts? How did that all like how do that all come together? And I say you're good at what you do because nobody has ever asked me that question. Um, so well done, well done, because nobody's ever asked me that question. But what I will say is, um, if I can be honest, I did not take college seriously. I, I'm gonna be completely transparent with y'all. Um, I was in college. I was married, and I had a baby. And I, my my ex husband was uh, what 14 years older than me. Okay. So it was just like college. It was really like, yo, I just need to graduate so that right. I can get a job and lead as me. You know, I just need to get through it. So I didn't really learn as much as I needed to learn or take advantage of all the opportunities in college. I will say that, you know, with some of the public speaking courses that, that helped, you know, to learn how to be an effective communicator, that helped. But I think if I would have really been focused on the college experience instead of trying to be a wife, and of course I had to be a mom, but, you know, I was trying to be a wife to a, a, a man that didn't love me and I really wasn't supposed to be what I just married because, you know, had this baby and was kind of forced into it. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole, whole nother podcast. Yeah, I'd love to jump on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, yeah, so it was like, I didn't get the full experience, you know? It was like, literally go to class, come home, and be a mom, be a wife, mm. figure out, like, deal with life, you know? And and right. I didn't take advantage of all the internships or um, all of the opportunities to maybe, like, 
be a part of an on-campus show. And like, right. I didn't do any of those things. And um, so it was just like, man, once I graduated, and like I said, I did do a little bit of, of TV stuff, but it was like either you leave your, your kid and really go and try to pursue this so, TV career, or you stay and, you know, you deal with everything and, you know, raise your kid. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just raise my kid. I'm going to go through my divorce. Um, and, you know, I did all those things. And like I said, I let go of my dream of being a host. I've always wanted to be a famous TV host. That has always been my dream. And do I think it's far-fetched? Nope. Because I know anything is possible, you know, when you're following the will of God. And I know that it's, it's in me and that it will happen. I don't know when, but it will happen. Yeah, most definitely. I'll ask you that because, uh, you know, how far education part of, you know, play along with it. Because I know with in my, my case, uh, I'm a minister. I'm a preacher, been a pastor. I went to Bible school, but I really didn't uh, do a lot of public speaking. You understand what I'm saying? So I was trial and error, you know what I mean? Trial and fire and error, whatever I speak. And I look over myself and, you know, just review how, you know, how I'm doing. I just, I even asked Steve when I start preaching again, uh, I asked Steve, like, you know, I take a look at my videos, like, see how I sound, what it is, and my delivery and all that. That's why, I, that's why I asked you that question. Mm -hmm. And um, also, like, you knew your purpose even in college. And it's amazing how things always come back. You know what I mean? Uh, when yeah. you say, I want to be the, be, the, be a host or whatever, guy hears you, you know, you hear you right. speaking in, into existence, you know, hear you speaking life, you know, into existence. Mm -hmm. And that thing always come back. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? That's like right. that thing always come back. Once you know your purpose and you know you, you driven, that thing always come back. And you don't know like when it might pop up, you know, just hold on and keep on believing in that. Uh, yeah, I got a question. I got a question too. Let's oh, you got questions? Okay. Uh, so, Miss Dana, how are you? Now, oh, well. I'm on this podcast now too. Oh, um, uh, but look, you you asked me how was you, and I know Steve, you jumped right in with with your week, and you started talking about me. But can I just tell y'all about my week, real fast? Like it was just pause, right? Stop and listen. My week, I started this little diet. Okay, now, like. That I respect the people who work out every day and they are in it to win it, who eat right. I'm talking the kale, the spinach, mm -hmm. the blueberries, the chicken with no seasoning. Yeah. I respect those people, but my week has been horrible because I gotta eat this food that I don't wanna eat. I want cake, I want snickerdoodles, I want candy mm. i want these things and starting this diet i'm sorry <laughs> this is my moment let me have it like starting this diet has been really really hard and me i'm the type i always find a revelation in everything so i'm like you know my thing is dana I, it's hard but the reward is worth it like what kind of diet are you on so it's no sweet so no carb, basically like a no carb diet. So I can't even do brown rice or anything mm. like that. Literally just like meats, vegetables. Mm. Um, and then even with the vegetables, I'm, I mean, with the meat, I'm trying to kind of like dim down on that, like not really eat too much of the red meat and trying to just do the fish and chicken and then like the breast part of the chicken. I'm a Thai girl, with like big thighs mm. and trying to do white meat. I don't want the white meat. So you subjecting the kids to that too? 
Are you subjecting <laughs> the kids to diets? Like we Yo, subject the whole our house kids to fasting and stuff. Like we subject our kids to fasting and. I'm gonna be honest. Know. No, I be sneaking my daughter snacks. Like, don't tell. And I, I hope I hope my husband is not listening to this. You know because I be sneaking my daughter snacks. I will take. I'll take like you know take like three or three or four cheese curls and then be like I'm cool. I'm alright. I'm just do a couple extra jumping jacks. I be alright. But at the end of the day. <laughs> At the end of the day, um, what I will say is that, you know, even though it's uncomfortable now, the reward is going to be worth it. Like all of the discomfort, all of the agony that I feel right now, I feel Mm. like I'm losing something, you know, the fear of missing out on Mm. the tasty Cheetos, like all of that will soon be worth it when I see the result. When I see my body, you know, in the best shape and, you know, I'm not out of breath when I run up. Uh, and down some stairs and when I put on my swimsuit because yeah. I believe we're going to get back outside and I'm going to go swimming when I put on my swimsuit I'm going to like how I look so suck it up take it now hey. and just wait I, for the result later so that was listen, my one I, I, I've been adjusting because we've been quarantined and the gym shut down I used to get up go to the gym like 2.30 2.30 every morning get up boom boom knock my weights I like weight training myself you know because it burn more fat I, mm-hmm. I never liked cardio so now I started running. I uh, got my running shoes, my Nike uh, Vapor Max running shoes, and I started running. Mm. One thing so wrong about running is that little dumb dog. My dog don't have no stamina. The little bunch in what is it called? A Bichon. Bichon don't have no stamina. After the first mile, the Bichon is gone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I said, I, I see I got to walk her and then run myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what got happened. Steve had a question, or you want to tell us about the week? How no, listen, no. First of all, Steve, first what we gonna do? Over my spirit to ask her how she was. Okay, that was. That and was I had to get that spirit. out. So thank you. I had to get exactly. my week out. Like I had to get it out because it was. It's been hard. Like this night. Exactly. Pray for me. Pray for me, everybody. But no. But also too, like, like you, you call, you were called Dana. Like it's called Dana speaks life, though. But like, what, yeah. what made you decide to? make like make it Dana speaks life like what is mm. it what is it that called you say like yo I gotta speak life wow so um I believe that there is power the power of life and death in the tongue and I believe that a lot of times you may think something over your life you know it's like in your head you're like oh I'm great I'm all I'm, I'm awesome or you know you have these thoughts but when you don't actually open up your mouth and say those a lot of times it doesn't fully manifest you know you have this battle in your mind and a lot of times if people would just open up their mouth and speak life over themselves some of the struggles that they're feeling they can let it all out and then they can begin to be who it is that they hear themselves you know they hear themselves speak of and you know one of the things that's that's very important to me is you know they it says faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by you know the word of god right like mm-hmm. you know so it's like when you hear the word of god so right. if i'm speaking life over to myself and i'm speaking the word of god like it's going to be a total transformation in me because not only am i thinking about it not only am i reading it, i'm hearing it and, right. and, you know, it doesn't say faith comes by reading. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can read and you get it, but you got to hear it. So you got to speak it. life over right. yourself. And when it started to encourage me, just speaking life over my own self, I was like, yo, what if I speak life into somebody else? Mm. You know, what if I 
what if I tell, you know, this person who's had multiple abortions that she's forgiven and that she can start a new life and that God is going to bless her with a child and that she's forgiven and that she's redeemed. What if I tell that person that's struggling with a business because, you know, they didn't start this business and they done failed and they lost all that money. What if I tell them that God is going to restore you and give you a double portion? What if I start saying these things to these people and, and watching the transformation in their lives? Oh, how great and glad God will be that I am using my gifts to speak life in somebody else's life. So for me, you know, it, it's all about opening up your mind. You can't just leave it in your mind, just in your spirit, in your heart. Granted, God hears all of that, right? He knows he's omniscient. He knows what we're thinking, how we're feeling. Sometimes it's activated when we open up our mouth and we speak. And that's what I do, man. I, I Listen, I will talk your head off all day so and I will speak life all day. Because that's what I do. So in this pandemic, have you been getting a lot of calls, a lot of DMs, a lot of, you know, because I know I've been getting a lot of calls, mm -hmm. a lot of DMs, a lot of instant messages, you know, to the point that it was uh, draining for me. Mm. Like, like it was draining for me. I, I actually took off work yesterday, then, um. like ran and then came and laid in bed, laid all day and try to restore myself, replenish myself. Because you know, with that calling, you got that calling on your life, you know, speak life. How has that been for you in this pandemic that we've gone through? Mm. And, and how and have you been replenishing yourself? Wow. Yeah. Great question. So for me, yes, I receive calls. I receive texts and, you know, people sliding my DM, people I don't even know, you know, just, just trying to figure out how am I doing it? You know, how, how are you staying so positive and encouraged during this pandemic? And, you know, I immediately because of the faith that's inside of me, whether I'm not, you know, if I'm not feeling it or not, like I'm going to speak life into you. You know, you may not know that I'm secretly discouraged or, you know, not really feeling it, but I'm going to always speak life into, you know, somebody else, especially when they reach out to me. So yes, when I get a call or a text, I'm, I'm on it, you know, and I always ask the Holy Spirit to lead me because I and my flesh can say whatever I want. Right. But I yep. need to say what they need to hear. <laughs> I need to say what the Holy Spirit has for me to say to them, the words that are going to meet them where they are, you know, how they feel in their right. current situation, not just words like, oh, okay, I'm going to just pull this scripture out or pull that. No, mm -hmm. so, you know, immediately it's like, okay, if especially if it's a, a DM, kind of got a little bit of time to, you know, prepare or text. So right. it's like, all right, then I'm dealing with something financial. You know, I can pray, God, give me a scripture, give me this, give me that. And, you know, when it's a call, you're a little bit on the spot because you don't right. know what they're going to say. But it's really like, Holy Spirit, like, lead me, guide me. Yeah. Let me know what it is that you want me to say. Yeah. And for me, it seems like most of my friends, people who, you know, I would see on a regular basis or talk to on a regular basis, they've been reaching out the most. Mm. And it made me just think, like, wow, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up on trying to meet the masses and yeah. people all across the globe. And there's people right there in your right circle there. that are hurting, that need prayer, that need love and encouragement. Yes. And if we could just look in our circles and see the people, like, pray for your friends, pray for your family, pray for your spouses, pray for your children, because they are the ones that's going through it and those are the ones that i had to speak life into the most they were like people who was like like no like i didn't even realize you was going through anything you my my home girl you know like i didn't know that you was going through this and um you know it, it it's eye-opening and i'm grateful for the call that god has placed in my life but like you said i get you no know, i get discouraged i have my moment where i'm feeling 
depleted. I've been clinically diagnosed with major depression and bipolar disorder, you know, severe anxiety, the list goes on. I have like five medications that I refuse to take, you know, because it's just my own personal battle. It's okay. not like, I'm just, you know, it's my own. I just don't, you know, I've been doing pretty well not taking them. There was a course in my life where I had to take them. Right. Now it's like, I've been, I've, I've learned myself. Right. And, you know, I'm, I practice grounding, I figure out what triggers are for me, and then I separate myself from those triggers, and then I know what works to help me reset. So I know myself now. And if you are on medication and you are listening to this, this is not a, um, you know, a challenge for you to just stop taking it. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, like, we, we don't want to do medicine, that. Yes, take your medicine. <laughs> right. And then, you know, as you continue to, you know, take your medicine and do what's healthy for you, then you'll start to know your body and then maybe you can make some change in the future. So that's just a little disclaimer, but literally, you know, those things are challenges for me, like just, you know, dealing with the depletion and depression. So when I get depleted after speaking life into so many people, you know, I have a really transparent moment with God and right. it's like, God, I'm tired. I'm yeah. frustrated. And, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, I just, I just really cry out to him. Yeah. I call it my Psalms 42 and Psalms 43 moment where David, King David cried out, right? He's I'm like, God, I'm depressed. I'm yeah. distressed. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, that's the moment I have. And it's like, yes. fill me up, fill me up, you know, like give yes. me the comfort that I need. Send your Holy Spirit, like whatever it is, God, I just need you to fill me up. And I put on my worship music. I might take a shower. I might put some makeup mm -hmm. on. Like just doing things that I know will help me. And then instantly, it like it almost works instantly it's like it, it never lasts for like more than a couple of days right it might be one or two days and i'm like i just need a break but take those moments right you, right. Know, you have, you to, take have, those you have to you have to, to to separate yourself to reset yep. to rejuvenate like it's not a problem it doesn't make me you know bad at my business it doesn't right. make me a hypocrite it's just saying i need to take care of me so that i can take care of y'all and i can speak life into and you as I was running, I was listening to uh, E.T., E.T. Uh, Prescription, his mm -hmm. album Prescription, and I was, uh, <laughs> like, separate. I had separated, like, uh, three three times. I'm like, yo, like, I did that. Be you know, I'm listening to today as I'm running, about to go to work, but yesterday I had to separate, like, yeah. right, I'm like, that, you know, because I was feeling, like, weird, like, but I felt good about, you know, just calling off and just like shutting down, shutting the mm -hmm. phone down, like until a certain time. Yeah. But like, he just confirmed it. Like, you know, and I, I never listened to uh separate like that, you know what I mean? Before mm -hmm. or whatever, but I just listened to it, whatever. It's good. Like, because you, you know, he called people leech, but you know, like it's just, it's just sucking on you and drainage. Yeah. Like yeah. I even tell slick Steve, like slow down some man. He helping this one, helping that one, helping this one. Uh, like you know you gotta reboot yourself man like people it's okay to say no it's okay yeah. to say no it's okay to say not right now it's That's okay right. to say stop it's okay to say nah i'm good it's mm -hmm. okay yeah no yeah, no is a complete sentence no is a complete <laughs> sentence like it's just no it's just, i don't have to give you anything else just no and if it comes to a time where it's a yes, I will let you know when it's a yes. You ain't even got to ask me. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to come to you. <laughs> yeah, listen, it took a while for me to uh, get into the nose, but listen, I'm good now. I'm good. I'm <laughs> listen, no come out so fast. I mean, forget, I, I mean, forget, forget what they ask. Like, oh, no. Like, hey, what's your question? Like, oh, yeah, my, I, I might be able to. I don't know. I, I'll get back to you. But no, like, um, but going forward with what you were speaking about, 
So, uh, so what are some some things or some people or whatever or opportunities or or whatever that uh speaks into Dana's life? Cause you're doing a lot of speaking in the lives and and like even our conversation. Every time I talk to you, I get motivated. Aww, but but what is you. speaking? What is speaking into your life? So I am an avid reader, and um, I have a whole bookshelf full of books from all different pastors most of my books are like christian books um you know i have the rich dad poor dad like i have that stuff but a lot of my books are christian books because that's really what i believe and you know the christian faith is my fuel for everyday living so all of the principles everything i like to learn from the bible so you know for me it's stephen furtick i listen to stephen furtick a lot um, I actually just finished his book, Sun Stand Still. Oh my gosh. He is not paying me to endorse him right now. But when I say grab a copy of that book, it talks about audacious faith and praying mm -hmm. bold prayers. And, you know, just Joshua, if you're not familiar, he prayed and asked God to make the sun stand still so yeah. that he can win the battle against the Amalekites. And God did just that because. He wanted to destroy the Amalekites completely so that generations to come would not have to deal with the Amalekites. They would not have to go through that generational bondage. So for me, Sunstand Still was amazing. Um, you know, I also read uh, or listen to Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd, mm -hmm. my pastor, I attend Epic Church. So his, his name is Pastor Kent Jacobs. So a lot of sermons. Um, and then for me, it's, I pick up my Bible pick up my Bible and, you know, they say the Bible is the only book that can read you. You pick up that Bible and you go to a scripture or you, 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 you pick a topic. Okay, God, I'm dealing with frustration. I'm dealing with anxiety. And you go in that word and you search anxiety in the Bible and you listen to scripture or read the scripture and you, you hear the stories of people in the Bible that went through anxiety and it helps you, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it speaks life into it me. Does. So when I pick up, when I pick up my Bible, that helps. And you know, anything that I can hear on a podcast, if I'm scrolling on Instagram, only follow stuff that's motivational. I don't have all that twerking and this and that. I ain't judging nobody. It's just, I just don't look at it and I just don't have it. So okay. if, it's, if it's not encouraging you, me or teaching me how to get money, I ain't, granted, you could be you, a you're, a men, you're a mentor also, right? Yes, so, so, yes. So, so, so let's jump into it, right? Uh, okay. uh, do me a uh, let's jump to the do me a favor. Say, that's Ooh, a good sub do me a favor. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good se segue. Uh, do me a favor is how we feel about people that just need to stop and, and quit it. So, uh, Steve, she got in the uh, Dana got on the subject of twerking, and uh, she ain't gonna be following no twerking because she's a mentor and she ain't gonna be doing no twerking on her page. You, you, you follow <laughs> what Dana speaks life, right? On yes. you follow Dana speak like you are not gonna see Dana uh speaking twerking speaking with any you know what I mean cheeks other than the cheeks on her face. You know what I mean? So uh Steve, what issues do you come come on Steve, you do me a favor. Yo, real quick, man. Listen, my do me a favor is like look, please, please, please understand what a mentor is, understand what mentees are, and understand the influence that you have in their life. Because what we have in the society today is that we have people that become mentors or become guides to people, but they think that they can separate their personal life from their business life. And the thing is, you have mentees that are paying, probably paying more attention to your personal life than you are your business life. 
So I can't, I can't guide kids or guide mentees into the right direction if I'm not going in that direction. Mm. So what we have is a lot of mentors that are up here. Let's just even the, even like the appearance of stuff. We have mentors and stuff that dress a certain way in their business life, but then dress the opposite way in their personal life. And mm. what it does is it makes the mentees think that that's okay. And the thing is this, it's not that it, it's not that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't love yourself, love how mm. you look, love your body and stuff like that though. But the thing about it is, is this, you have been through certain things. You didn't grew up certain ways. You, you understand what you're doing when you when you put on a bathing suit or when you put on certain clothes and stuff like that, but your mentee may not have been through the same struggles that you've been through. They may not be as strong as strong as you are because you understand the attention that might come from that, but your mentee might not really mm. understand it. They might look at it like that's genuine. Oh, people really like me. People really care about me. Where you understand, like, no, they really like what they see. They mm. really like what I'm doing, not necessarily me. So it's just like. As a mentor, you gotta really be about your whole life has to be about being a mentor, so let not me just ask, your business life. So let me ask you a question, right? Let me ask you a question, right? Uh, we do events, you do events, uh, you do events for mainly young people, youth motivational events. So somebody uh, asks you, you know, <laughs> can they come speak to your kids? You know, your children. The people you know that's under you, your your mentees, uh, that they parents entrusted in you for the guidance, uh, they ask to speak to your kids. You do your research. Do you you do do research, right? I, that's the first thing I do. Like <laughs> okay. if if I don't know you personally, if I don't know you personally, yeah. But let's say yeah, you, you got. First of all, only people I put on is people I know personally. But let's say you got a good message or you got a, something that my kids can really benefit from. I automatically go do some research. I automatically, I need to see what your personal page look like. Mm -hmm. I need to see what your business page look like. I need to make sure it all lines up. I need to I need to call or check with somebody that knows you, that knows of your business, that knows your stuff and things. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that everybody is saying the same thing. Like, I don't need to, I don't need to, that they only know your business. They're like, oh, yeah, they do all this. But then they know you as Raheem on the block. Yeah. And now Raheem on the block is doing all types of wrong. Or whatever, or Sheila on the block is doing all types of wrong. <laughs> so it's just like, yo, like I need the, I have to because it's my, it's my responsibility. Because like you said, the parents trust me with their kids. So yeah, you must have seen somebody out judgment. there doing something crazy, Steve. Listen, I, listen, <laughs> I said it all. I, 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 I just like it's some phenomenal people out here that got some phenomenal product and they got some great businesses and stuff, but they personal life don't align with it. Whereas though, like. Like just like, and a lot of my mentees is young females, so they come to me asking about relationship advice, mm -hmm. about stuff with their boyfriends and stuff. I didn't listen. First of all, I didn't sign up to be a mentor, but it, it found just you. Came, <laughs> it just came with it, like oh, like yo, like and stuff. So when they start asking about asking about more personal stuff, my life was already aligned with my with my brand. Like I'm already like I am who I am. Like you can ask people who know me from around the way. They're the same way as the people that know me just through business. But it was just like, I had to make sure that the person, like, y'all, like, your your personal life is, like, you dress, like, just as simple as this. Like, you can, you can, yes, wear certain dresses. Yes, you can wear certain suits and stuff like that. Yes, you can wear all That's the good. stuff that if you want to send you ex accentuate, is it called accentuate? Accentuate your curves. If you want to accentuate your curves and all that other stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool and stuff, though. But I got 13, 12, 11, 10, 15-year-old, 15-year-old girls that's following me. And if I put you in front of them, they might think that they can do what you're doing. But, they may think that they they need to so, extenuate all their curves, yeah, all the yeah. makeup but, and all oh, that stuff. It's not, so so that's not being confidence. Oh, so can, can can we can we can we talk about this really quickly? Because so I'm a woman and okay. I have some curves. Okay? okay, now I'm not wearing no straight skirt. Okay, like the skirts that I wear, they accentuate my curves. Now, my spirit, when I walk around, I really think it has to do with your demeanor when you wear certain things. So so if I, like, I could wear a skirt that comes to my knees, but it's tight. And I'm walking around, and I'm smiling, I'm laughing, and, you know, it's just, I just got curves. So it looks, you know, you'll see my booty a little bit. You know, you'll see it. But... I'm not trying to seduce. My intentions aren't to be sexy. Ooh, like that's not what my intentions are. So if that was my aura, you you can't you can't like not have an aura when you when you do things. Right? Yeah, because we survive. See, so, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so so when I wear certain things, you know. I might wear the same exact thing that a video vixen wears, right? It's the same skirt that comes right to the top of the knees. It hugs your body. But mm-hmm. I'm not walking around trying to get people to look at my butt. I'm just walking. So mm-hmm. I'm walking in confidence. And it's not, you know, it's not demeaning or, you know, I'm not trying to be inappropriate or anything. But I like to wear stuff that, you know, is a little fitted. So I think if these the, the people, the mentors, the people, like, if you're wearing, you know, a fitted dress, because most of my, even when I host events, my dresses are mainly fitted. And I'm up there, and I'm not out there. I don't want people, I'm not trying to get people to look at my, but I'm not looking back at it, and I'm not, my demeanor isn't seductive or trying to seduce, but it's, I still like fitted clothes. Now, you get some mentors or some people that, they promote this stuff. Like, it's like, no, we're because my butt is big and nope, look back at it. Like, that's what they say. So it's their whole aura. It's their spirit. It's their mindset as they're wearing, as they're doing all of these things. So for me, it's confidence. For somebody else, it might be no, to seduce or to get attention or to, you know, to, to send that wrong message. So I think it, all, it, it also depends on know what your intentions are when you are wearing these things and where your mindset is because same same outfit but i'm not trying to seduce anybody i ain't trying to be you know i ain't trying to look back at it and that's not what the goal is it's really this is nice i have curves and if it's my curves i can't take away my booty i can't it's is is that what you and that's what you were talking about, Steve? Because you sounded real Kojic if, if, if you asked me. He did. He did. <laughs> you sounded real Kojic. I'm like, okay, you from the Church of God in Christ. I, I didn't know you. Was... I ain't wearing no long skirt, no straight skirt. I ain't doing You sounded real Kojic, Steve, because I'm like, okay, I know where I, I know where churches I came from. I'm, I'm, I love it, though. I love it. You just so are you talking speaking listen no no see see that's the thing though but like she said she said a lot of it becomes your your, what your intentions is and stuff so it's not a problem of of wearing like fitting clothes or stuff or anything like that though but if you're not a model why are you taking model lingerie pictures like why are you putting your body like why are you showing like some stuff be so they have so much intimate 
pictures online that's just like yo what is like you you're portraying that there is nothing sacred with you and that's all it is it's not mm. just the it's not just the tight the tight clothes because everybody could you been very judgmental right now steve i look husky <laughs> Like whatever shirt I and stuff like that. Like yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm a, I might wear shirts that that show my arms and stuff like that though. But the thing so, the thing about it is I'm not on there with my shirt all the way off. I'm not there. I'm not. I'm not posed from the side <laughs> looking like that. Like with the I ain't putting the extra oil. So let on let me, me so let me be honest. So I I'm a I'm a mentor. I have Focus Black Females, and no, we no, have, no. it's my nonprofit organization, and we have a Focus Mentoring Program. So this is a- What's the name of, what's the name of it? Focus, and Focus stands for Finding Our Creative Unique Self. Okay. So um, it's a mentoring program for girls, and I am the brand as a mentor. Whatever I teach them, whatever I do, that's what they learn. So I am purposefully aligned with my brand because that's my brand is who I am. Right. So. I, whatever it is I teach them, I do the same thing at home. It's, it's all consistent across all boards. You get Dana Marie, that's who you get. Whether it's Dana Marie the mentor, Dana Marie the host, Dana Marie the speaker, it's the same Dana Marie, literally. So for me, right, having these girls that are watching me and, you know, that I'm teaching about hygiene and self-love and self-respect, like I'm doing this every, every week when we meet. I cannot negate the fact that there are other images that are competing against what I'm teaching them. Right. You know, and other influences. Social media, they're on social media. They had social media before I had social media. Mm. They're on social media. They see these things. So what I can tell them is, listen, you, these girls, we don't know why they wear this stuff. We don't know what it is. But I want you to know that you need to love yourself enough that you don't have to use clothes as a way to get attention. Right. If you want to wear, I'm, I'm not going to judge you. If you want to wear a skirt, I'm going to tell you not to. It, you know, it's a little, it's right here on your hip. And you know, I you won't it. be speaking at Steve. I, I, Steve yeah, I, I'm going to tell you not to because you shouldn't. But if you're wearing this because deep down inside, you really think this is cute and this is what you want to do, I can't fight you. I can, I'm not going to win that battle because you're going to argue me down. You're going to tell me, don't judge me. Blah, blah, blah. But, if you're wearing this to get attention, then I can help you. Because why do you feel like you don't love yourself enough to where you, you know, you don't even respect yourself now? You know, to where you want to walk so that when guys see you, they don't see your intellect or they don't see your spirit. They see your booty or they see your boobies. So that's what I have to do. But I can't act like they're not you know, seeing these other images and what happens when right. you have these in images. So it's like the girls on Instagram, the more play than I do. I don't have, you know, 600,000 followers. Mm -hmm. I yeah. only got 1,200. So they're like, oh, well, Miss Dana, you only got 1,200, but so and so. And then it's like, okay, well, look at the difference. Okay. And like, well, Miss Dana, why don't you post a picture like this? No, that has nothing to do. Like, that's not what I do. And right. I'm going to be true to myself because to me, it's disrespectful to me. I can't judge this woman and say that, you know, it's disrespectful because I don't know. And, and, and he who is without sin can cast the first stone. That might be their sin, wanting people to lust against them and showing their body. And, you know, but my sin may be something else. So I can't judge. But what I can do is give my girls, give the kids that I mentor the blueprint on how to love themselves, respect themselves, and to make decisions that are based on how they truly feel and not to seek validation from other people, right. especially men. Yeah. So. And then, because Dana, like you said, like, 
like with mine is more of I'm trying to give them the I'm trying to give the young ladies the best chance possible. And mm -hmm. I do understand that a lot of them don't have any influences at home. So they cling to they cling to whoever, like especially a mentor and stuff like that. And the only thing that I remember when I was a kid, like I, I used to play the game. So I used to be like, uh, well, Ma, you tell me I, I shouldn't be drinking, but you drinking. Like you mm. telling me I shouldn't be out here doing that, but you doing it. Like you want like and that's the thing about it. Like I I don't never want my kids to come back to me like, oh well, Mr. Steve, you saying that that might be inappropriate, but Miss Miss Johnson doing that though. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh well, Miss Johnson. Now I'm explaining what Miss Johnson like. Oh no, Miss. And this now it's just like, oh well. Now they're like, do I listen to Mr. Steve or do I listen to Miss Johnson? But yeah, yeah. Like it's a little, it's a little easy, it's a little funner what Miss Johnson doing. But yeah. Mr. Steve, you get more followers doing it like this. You get more this, you get more money, and and, and really, you know, it's it's going to be as mentors, it's going to be our constant battle to you know teach them what we know and what we believe is right versus what society and other influences say and one thing i always say when you want to give up as a mentor because you think it's just going to one ear not the other like you never know when it's going to click so so keep keep speaking life you know keep being the example because you just never know when whoop, damn they get it like you don't you no, just, you speak. Going. You speaking to me right now. <laughs> oh. You speaking to me so right now. Keep doing it, and and that's what my goal is. You know, I'm going to continue to do the mentoring program because some days it's it's hard, right? Like I I want to give up, but I cannot give up on these kids. Like yeah. I cannot. Like my voice is appointed to someone else's destiny. Like that's something that, that God told me. So then I have to continue whether it's in my church group or whether it's with the mentoring program or whether it's with my business. I have to continue to be the example and continue to lead and, and speak life and encourage. And I learned from the best example. You know, God didn't just send Jesus to uh, save us. He sent them to be an example, to, to show us how to live, to show us what to do, you know, and how to navigate this thing we call life. Like, we see several examples of Jesus interacting with uh, people, having relationships, right. right? Like, we see several examples of Jesus uh, being in business. We see several examples of Jesus traveling. That's why I'm like a travel fiend, okay? Like, Jesus travel, I need to travel. So, right, right. Like, we see these things, and he was one of the greatest mentors, and he never gave up on us. He never gave up on us. He carried his mission out all the way to the end. So for all of my mentors out there, Jesus ain't give up on you. Don't you give up on these kids. Yeah, you talking to me, you talking to me, you talking to me. I seen a lot of my mentees, one shot, two shot, couple in jail. And you like, you like, oh man, like <laughs> one I got, one I see on the streets like every day. Hey, Mr. Musain, what's up, man? He said, I know Mr. Musain. All he say to me every time he look at me, he's like, no. I know. he's like, I know Mr. Musain. I said, you know? He's like, yeah, I know. Like, all right. <laughs> all right, as long as you know. I, as you know, everything that, you know, you poured in time for like two years. I had this kid, you know, coming mm -hmm. up my house, uh, you know, took him to events with me, uh, you know, and like, it just hurts. And like, I'm on like, I stopped my program for like personal reasons. Like I had to stop it. It was like it. I had no control. Otherwise, I stopped. But I'm like, people ask me like, when are you gonna pick up back on the program? 
said, well, I don't have to pick up on a program. Just, you know, they have, you know, your son watch me, mentor, you know, mentor your son or whatever. But what you speaking right there, sometimes you just like, yo, am I ever like making a yeah. point in these kids' huh? head? Like they got the streets and like, but you only making like, like 20 bucks a day and like risking your life. Mm -hmm. And, and like and me, on the other hand, I have no resources to offer. All I can offer you is hope. You know what I mean? And hope. Mm -hmm. I can offer you a job because I know hookups at you know different red, fast food places. But like I'm pushing hope. You know, like yeah, yeah. And then you got good. So uh, your your mentor. You talked a lot about your mentor. We got on the subject of being a mentor, being a good mentor. And you know, uh, so how do your your book? You have a book. Uh, yes. live life, live life free. So how does that play a role in you mentoring? How does it play a role as, in your brand and what you do in your life? How mm -hmm. does that book play a role? So for me in my mentoring program, um, for the most part, it's in like schools and different community centers. And my book is strictly like a, I call it a Christian help book or self-help book right but it's, it's really you know I have to attribute the bible because a lot of my principles a lot of you know the tips that I have in there is all biblical piece right that is literally my my blueprint for living life so for mentoring I created a whole separate uh curriculum book so okay. that's a that's like a um a, a different topic self-esteem or what we call it self-awareness um financial literacy educational advancement and creative arts so is that's that out I, uh i don't i don't sell it but what i do is i pitch it to different schools um to different community centers to basically you would you would hire someone from my team or mainly's right. me I ain't even gonna say it like I'm balling, y'all call it. Uh, it's me. <laughs> so I'm coming, me. You getting me. I, yeah. I say the same like, thing. Somebody you know, with me would help you. Yeah, listen, <laughs> you would get me, and then basically once a week, I would do the mentoring session with the kids at your community center or at your church, whatever it is, you know, whatever group you have, and I would do that. But the book is a part of Dana Speaks Life. So the book is called Live Life Free. It's a spiritual guide to declaring freedom in every area of your life. And in this book, I talk about my struggles with depression, um, with financial crisis, mm -hmm. with sexual abuse, with so many different fleshly battles that I've been through that was robbing me of my most abundant life. So I definitely know, and it's scripture, right? John 10, 10, that the thief comes to still kill and destroy. And a lot of times we, we attribute that to like, oh, just death, right? It's like just mm -hmm. death. No, it's death of purpose. Right. It's death of dreams. It's oh, death God. of wisdom. It's, it's, it's death of everything that God has intentionally for you. And when I started like reevaluating my life and how, oh my gosh, like I'm allowing depression, I'm allowing, you know, my past, I'm allowing fear to rob me of, you know, my full life, right? Christ came so that we didn't have life and have it to the full. I'm allowing all of the things, struggles that I'm experiencing rob me of that life. So I wrote the book. And I'm, when I say I, it's raw and uncut, I, and I think Steve, you read the book, like I done went and stole some stories that I didn't like told my life okay mm -hmm. some parts that you know, I remember writing some parts in the book and it was like I gotta take this out it's too raw like it's it's too raw too uncut you know people gonna judge me and the spirit said Dana if you take it out the person that needs to read it 
that needs mm -hmm. to hear it won't be delivered. Yeah, it won't right. be saved. It won't right. be healed. So right. you got to keep it in and stop worrying about what people going to think, what people going to say, because that has nothing to do with you. It doesn't concern you. It doesn't mm -hmm. concern you. So I kept some of those parts in the book. And when I get the feedback, like, oh my God, this chapter, oh, when you said this, you know, it really helped me. It's like, whoa, I'm going to take that out. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and, and for me, it's like, I want you to know that being a Christian doesn't make you exempt from trials and tribulations right. and hard times. In this world, you will have trouble, right? But take heart, because I have overcome the world. I, that's, that's Bible, that's the word. And in this book, what I'm showing you is that even though you're experiencing these troubles, there is a blueprint. There are certain tips. There are certain things that you can do to get out of it, to right. get through it. And I, I, I didn't pump fake. I didn't act like I wasn't still going through some things. I even shared some of the stuff that I was still going through. And then I'm even still currently battling. But these tips, they help me survive. They help me get through it. You know, and, and that's what my hope is, that people will live life free uh, as a Christian and get everything that God has for them. And this you know, is a right now book. Huh? This, this is a right now book. You know, yeah. for what's going on, this is a right yeah. now book. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, we, 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 uh, when you know it's a God given book, when it, everything is relevant, you know, with, wow. it's relevant every time and every season. Like the Bible is relevant yeah. every time, <laughs> every season is relevant. Like, you know, when you got a God given book, when it's relevant at every time, every season, like right now, this book is relevant. You know what I mean? We're going to get the information, you know, how to purchase the book and where we can get the book at, too. But what is a crazy, cool Christian? <laughs> so most people that see me in action, they know, you know, they're like, hey, oh, she's crazy, right? She, she's real crazy. And and then, you know, then you get the other people that see me and they're like, oh, you could really talk to her. She's crazy, but you could talk to her like she's real cool. And then it was, you know, then I added the Christian part and it was like, no, you know, God is really at the forefront of her life. Like she is a Jesus lover. She is just, you know, so hype and crazy mm -hmm. and cool, but she's a Jesus lover. So most people always tell me that, right? They would say that to me and I'm like, you're right. That is me. Like that's so me. And I created crazy, cool Christian. And it's really for that dope person that, you know, it, it got a little bit crazy inside of them, right? They, they you know, just funny, making jokes all over the place in a good way all in a good way positive way um but jesus is at the center of your life right mm. like like no matter what no matter how much i make you laugh how many jokes i tell you know no matter how much i can sit there and listen to you pour your heart out like literally what's at the center of my heart is jesus christ and i am a christian i will always be a christian you know everybody's like oh you you know you're not gonna be christian until you go through something and then you say you know, like, it's so bad that you want to announce Christ. Nope, I done been there, done that. Okay, read the book and you'll see. I done been there, done that. I will always be a Christian. Okay? So which, do you have medallions or, you know, hoodies, earrings that say, oh, like, yeah, what's the apparel? Oh, okay. So the, the Crazy Cool Christian brand consists of mainly clothes. Um, we have t-shirts that say Crazy Cool Christian. Uh, we have hoodies. I know y'all can't see, see or myself, but you know, we both rocking our crazy no, I'm cool gonna, Christian. I'm going to put it on my page. I'm going to put it on my page tonight. <laughs> we both you know. rocking our stuff. Right. It's, it's literally um, you know, clothes. And it's not just it's not just apparel. It's not just something you wear. It's a declaration. You know, every time you put on something from the crazy cool Christian brand, you are saying to the world that number one, I am 
you know, going to ever claim the good news of Jesus Christ. But then number two, I'm still going to live life. I'm still going to be, I'm still going to be crazy. I'm still going to be cool. I'm still going to have fun. Because what happens is when you give your life over to Christ, they always tell you what you can't do. It's always, oh, as a Christian, you can't do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't focus on that. I don't focus on what you can't do. I'm going to focus on what you can do. You can still laugh. You can still hang out with your friends. You can still uh, make jokes. You can still, you know, and then gradually as you develop deeper and deeper, you'll start to see the transformation, right? You'll start to see the um, the holy, you know, they call it like the, the consecration. You'll start to go through the process of consecration. Yeah, 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 some yeah. things may change, but at the end of the day, you can still live a good life. You can still have fun. You can still have joy. Like, oh, it's so many things that, you know, it gets taken away as soon as you become Christian. And I hate when pastors preach that. You can't do this. You can't do that. What can I do? Why do I want to be Christian if I can't do anything? They do it in that voice too, huh? They, they make that voice. I know. Yeah. I, oh, we had I remember with a series we had at our church, like a uh, fun band of Christian or whatever. It was a real dope series or whatever. Uh, what what was it called? Fun band. It was like joy, the joy of the Lord. Or something series was come, but it was you know talking about how. Oh, uh, the abundant life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. abundance. Like God promised abundance. That means abundance in everything you do. You know what I mean? Yes, You're not supposed yes. to be uptight. Like who want to be an uptight Christian? Like, like that's not fun. Like God, we, we serve a God fun. of the abundance, a God of much more. Like you know, like so. And and there's so many different you know passages in scripture. Like even when you're reading the Bible, for me, I read the Bible as if they like my homeboys and homegirls. Like they like right now, right here. You know, Daniel, Elisha. First of all, Elisha is my man. Okay, mm-hmm. the prophet mm-hmm. Elisha. Um, so we actually just released a T-shirt called Double Portion, mm-hmm. right? And it's based off the scripture in Second Kings, uh, two and nine when. Elijah, they don't get them too confused because they mm-hmm. sound similar. Elijah, before he was taken up into heaven, he asked Elisha, what is it that I can do for you? Elijah was a G. He said, listen, I just want a double portion of your anointing. Like, first of all, can we, can we just pause for listen. one second? He listen. ain't asked for no money. He ain't asked for, you know, oh, the, the status that he had. Like, he said his anointing because he knew if he got the anointing that all of that other stuff would, would happen. Look, all of that look, other stuff would look, come. Let's rewind back to that. Like, he left his peoples. Like, he <laughs> left his people and like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going <laughs> over here. Like I'm, I'm going over here. Like this is where I'm going. I'm going. With, I'm he going to the right. plow. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Plow. yeah. Bo- yeah Bo- Bo- got it. something over there that I need. He got something uh-huh. over there I need. Go ahead. So, so, so for me, right? It's like all, all of, all of our apparel. It means something, right? It means it's, it's declarations. It's not just you wearing a t-shirt. You know, for the double portion t-shirt. It's like, yo, God, I'm expecting double. You know, God, I want double from you. Double in my, yeah. my family. Double in my finances. Double in my anointing. Double in my business. Like this is my decree. Uh, we have a kingdom business t-shirt that we, we literally just released. You know, that's talking about like, yo, you know, you can do all the things in the world, but if you're not doing it for the kingdom of God. Mm. It, it, what does it matter? What does it matter? Ooh. So, you know, for me, like I said, anything that I come up with, um, I'm, I'm always like, God, give me some new inspiration, new ideas. And it's always like deep, right? It's always just like, it's yeah. not like, oh, it's just a t-shirt. I'm slept with a t-shirt. It's all, it always means something. I could probably yeah. talk, you know, if you gave me time, we probably talk for another three hours about the t-shirts and what they mean. No, Steve and got a question. You- <laughs> question, Steve. Steve. No. 
Hold on, what, hold on. First of all, first of all, I was stuck in what what y'all was talking about though. But listen, <laughs> but you gotta remember, you gotta remember, Elijah was only Elijah because he had Elisha as a mentor, and that's Ooh. why we go back to you gotta have certain mentors that's gonna yeah. pour into you to make you really move in the right direction and stuff, and you gotta make sure that they not. So I, I know a little bit, but just a little. So bit, yeah, and and let me just make let me just, let's just make it clear a little bit because you know I ain't know which one you said. So Elisha was only Elisha because he had Elijah. Yes, he had Elijah. So, yeah, I know it's a little tongue twister. That's S-A- what S-H-A was only yeah. J-A. Was J-A, yeah. <laughs> but no, but like, you know, like you, you see the passion, though. And, and I know when I, when I talk about God, like I, get, I get excited, right? I get excited. I ain't no preacher, y'all. I'm not, I'm not a preacher. But when I talk about God and... You know, when I talk about the Bible and just, you know, how my life has changed. Because I was broken, depressed, battered, suicidal, tried to take my life several times. And the thing that saved me was my relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I really, oh, yeah. I can't attribute it to anybody else. I can't attribute it to family or my therapist or anybody I was really saved by the blood. And, and, you know, if you read the book, there's this one part where I talk about, well, I even bartered with God, like, God, if I don't die after doing this, then I'm going to dedicate myself to you, yeah. you know? And, and I, I wrote this in my, wrote this in the book because that, it happened for me. Yeah. And when I woke up from, you know, I ain't going to tell you, I don't want to tell you exactly what I tried to do, but when I woke up from whatever it is I tried to do, I was still yeah. alive. And I was like, all right, God, I guess uh, yeah. I'm called. So, you know, if you feel down and hopeless and like there is no, like, no way out, I just want you to try Jesus. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just want you to try it and, and try them with an open mind and open heart. Not the Jesus that you know, because a lot of us, we've been through church hurt, right? And, you know, we've been around church folk and we think that that's Jesus. Just because somebody did something uh-huh. and they proclaim to be a Christian don't mean that that's how Jesus operates. Two, two separate people, two, two different people. So at the end of the day, like I said, if you are, you know, just feeling lost and confused and, and just ready to take your life or just end it all, I just want you to try Jesus Come and be him. Being me, because you know I, I don't I don't want you to ever, you know, feel like you're alone in this. And as a person, like I said, who tried to commit suicide, for me it was it was Christ that saved me. So and I'm sorry I had to put that little plug in. If you we all that good. please please <laughs> please DM me. Please let me know because it's real out here. And given the time that we're in with COVID nineteen and quarantine. A lot of us are faced to deal with our demons, our mm-hmm. internal demons, things yep. that are inside of us that, you know, because we were so busy and we were there and we were at this job and we, you know, mm-hmm. was able to go here, we never took time to sit and deal with them. And now that we're in the house and we don't have anything to do, all those things that you done put off for years to deal with is coming up for you. Yeah. And you are not alone. Like you are not alone. So I, I love you. I love you. Yeah, That's all yeah. I love. I just want to say I love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, Dana, we just want you to uh, speak real quick on like, but what did it look like though? Like, did you, like, was you like all alone? Was you like in the room by yourself? Was you distancing yourself from people? Was you walking around with like the cloud above you and you was crying all the time and stuff? Like, did it, did it look because like? Because people don't know through? what, 
people don't know what depression look like. And people don't know what mm. suicidal suicidal look like. You understand what I'm saying? I spoke on it many times, like, but what, like Steve said, what does what did it look like? So for me, it's it's many many different facets. The the first, um, the first one that is like the most obvious, right? The big cloud over your head, the crying, the sobbing, um, in which most people don't see me, um, because it's like I hide in a room. So if I disappear for a while, like you don't see me on social media, you don't see me nowhere. A lot of times I'm facing depression because I don't want to be bothered. I isolate myself, and you know, you call me and I'll answer. I'm going through some type of depression, right? But then there's the flip side. And I'll tell you specifically, in 2017, I hosted an event, right? This is 2017, so three years ago. Three years, right. I hosted an event, and was at the event, and I'm like, smiling, like, I mean, I'm going in, like, the vibe is great, the audience is loving it, it was such success. Later that night, I went home and tried to take my life, and my, and my, he was my fiance at the time, but, you know, my husband he stopped it you know and this was three years ago the person the people that saw me in that room they saw the confident the mm. smiling the full of energy mm. i'm talking this one point like sharp Dana. that's who they saw I, like the week before the event i hosted another event so they saw that but the battle was so real internally that on the outside i can appear as if everything is fine i can smile i can laugh i can joke i can eat, eat I, I, but i'm so hurt inside that it's like i can't even i can't even like switch it off i can't even go to the moment because I, it's just like i'm on this high and it's like all right let me just keep it let me just keep doing all these things let me just let me just smile let me just do that but deep down inside, I'm hurting. So, you know, it's very hard to sometimes notice when a person mm -hmm. is depressed, you know, when a person is suicidal. And the only thing that I can really say for me, when I, when I try, I try to be aware, right? I try to look at the behaviors of the people that I know, so like right. my husband, my, my daughter and things. And if it's not consistent with the, the same behavior, like if something changed, then I'll ask questions. How do you feel? You know, I asked my daughter, she's 10, how does your heart feel? Hmm. You know, you know, what's going on in your mind? You know, oh, what are you be thinking? And I try to do it in a way where it's like, you don't even know, you know, that I'm really trying to diagnose you or not even diagnose, but just trying to figure out if you're depressed or not. But, you know, you, you got to ask people. Right. Like, hey, I, you know, I text people and I'll be like, yo, what's up? You good? Everything good? And sometimes I'll be like, when they respond and they say, yeah, I'm fine. And it's like, are you really? Like, don't give me that surface level answer, you know, like, yeah. how do you really feel? And, and, you know, make sure it's a safe space for them to express how they really feel. And a lot of times when people tell you that they're depressed and anxious, the first thing we want to do is quote scripture and we want to encourage them. And what I'm learning, and this is all recent for me, what I'm learning is that you, you got to allow people to, to feel in that moment how they feel exactly. and don't take that away from them. Exactly. Don't take it away. Don't take it away by quoting scriptures and doing this and doing that. It's not that I don't believe. I just want you to feel and I want you to be human and I want to be right there. Exactly. My favorite, oh God, you about to give me exactly. the Bible. So Job, when Job was depressed and sad and broken, his three friends, you know, they came to him and for seven days, they just laid with him in silence. They just laid and sat there in silence with him. And sometimes that's what people need. They don't mm. need you to talk. They don't need you to give advice. They just need you to be there. And, and all you can say is, I'm here, mm. whatever you need. 
Yeah. I'm here, whatever you need. Yeah. Because, you know, you want to fix it. Your birthday, you want to fix everything. But sometimes you just, I'm here, what do you need? So just to sum it all up, because I know I was rambling, um, you know, ask people genuinely, how do you really feel, right? How do you really feel? And if God is nudging you, like for for more and it's like all right they're telling you that they're fine and you can really have that transparent conversation like look i feel like there's something a little more like you know you could trust me you could talk to me like i'm here and then see if they'll open up and then once they do open up don't try to sugarcoat how they feel and minimize how they feel let them be human let them feel and just be there for them oh cool steve Nothing else, Steve. I just asked the last question. This was my question right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, listen. We can go all we can go all night. We can talk all That's night, it. but we we running out. We running out a little time. Oh shit! Uh, so, uh, yeah. So so listen, Dana Marie, where can we find you at? Uh, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post your info. You know, I'm going to post it on my page, uh, underscore Mr. 21 Days. Uh, where can we find you at? Where can we find your book? Where can we find your apparel? Uh, yeah. Where, where yeah. can we all your good stuff? <laughs> uh-huh. You know? So I'm on all social media platforms for Instagram. It's Dana underscore Speaks Life. Uh, there you'll see all of my Instagram stuff, what I do, my stories. I try to keep up with that stuff, y'all. It's, it's hard sometimes. Um, but You'll, you'll, you'll see me. You'll see me on there. On Facebook, it's Dana Speaks Life. You can follow my page and subscribe for my email list. Um, and then my website, www.danaspeakslife. Uh, like I said, we just released some new apparel. So you can check out our shop and you'll see the Kingdom Business T-shirt, Double Portion, our signature Crazy Cool Christian T-shirts, all of those things, as well as the book live life free make sure whatever you get if, if you support send me some pictures i would love to post it and to to thank you personally because i truly appreciate any and every support that i receive um and then also i know we're not really doing events right now but if you would like to book me Come on. for your event you can also go on my website www.danaspeakslife.com and hit the booking tab and then let me know when your date is um i will be available for some online zoom i, I didn't know if i was going to be open to that but after doing you know a little bit of this it's like oh this is cool yeah. so I, I think i'm gonna be available for some online zoom hosting okay some some zoom hosting and conferences and all that stuff so yes yeah. make sure you check it out check it out dana speaks life Okay. Uh Steve, you got anything going on this week before we close out? Um No, I, I'm actually doing a uh I'm actually doing a um class next Thursday, so I don't so I don't count for this week. But mm-hmm. I'll be doing a class on like uh like basically talking about my book and how I went through my book, like how from the idea of it to it act all the way to it being published and figuring out how to put it out there on the different platforms. So I'm gonna do a whole class for everybody on next Thursday at three o'clock. Yeah, it does count this week because we taped the show and released it. Oh, yeah. Friday, so it counts as this week, sir. All right. Uh, so so it's going to be on your Facebook page. Facebook, yeah. Not your group page? Nope. Straight Facebook. Facebook. All right. Steven shares. Uh, and what I have going on this week? Oh, this week, this Friday, I'm so excited. Uh, I have a, on <laughs> a virtual marriage coaching class. Uh, yeah, man, it's free. 
Uh, I have a few slots available. When's the last time you checked, Steve? I think I about got like five slots available. But it's free online uh, coaching class Monday, May the 4th at uh, 7 o'clock. You can go on my page, underscore, underscore, Mr. 21 Days. The link is in my bio. Yeah. That's it. That's what we that's what that's what we got going on. Uh now we're gonna run for a minute. So we just we're gonna ask uh since we, we have a guest, we're gonna ask, ask <laughs> our guest to give us a minute of motivation, you know, for the people. Mm, yes. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna make this under a minute. Um faith must be activated by action. You have to do something. Uh, it's not enough to just pray the prayer, dream the dream, act on a plan. You have to act. Just do it. Start with whatever you have, wherever you are. Just get it done. La la. Running glasses. How how you gonna make me go after that? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> took my whole. I was about to talk about faith and believing in yourself. Like I. Let's go. Come on, say it, say it. You wasting your minutes, sir. Listen, you wasting right. your minute, but then also remember this: just because I said something, we can say the same exact thing and reach two different people. So it, it, it don't matter. So you say it your way. There you go. Somebody that, else. That's that speaking life. That's that speaking life into you. Come on, sir. You right, wasting uh, your minutes, listen, sir. All right, look. Just real, I'm gonna keep real quick, real simple. I, I put out there today that listen, it's going to work. Like it's going to work. All you gotta do is just keep at it. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep pushing, you gotta keep believing, you gotta keep working. And the thing about it is, nobody is gonna see the work that you're doing. Nobody's gonna appreciate the sweat and blood and tears that you're putting in and stuff like that, but they're gonna see your glory. They're gonna see the light. When you get there, you're gonna be there. You're gonna have it. You're gonna have all the things that you ever asked for. You can have all the things you ever wished for. Only thing you gotta do is just stick to it and just keep at it. Hey, man. Have that faith. All right, listen, 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 listen. Check this out, right? What I need y'all to do, right? This pandemic, right? I need y'all just stop making excuses. Just stop making excuses. Look, you're going to be all right. We in this thing. We've been in this thing for 50, 50 days now. You're going to be cool. Like they said, keep the faith. Keep the faith and keep your head lifted up. You know what I mean? I look to the skill hills that come to my help. My help coming from God. You know what I mean? Trust the uncertainty. You know what I mean? Uh, stand by God, trust in God, and walk in that path. There's nothing you can do about this. You can't open anything up. Only thing you can do about this thing is trust and believe in God. And guess what? When you start trusting and believing God, God will start downloading things to you. Because he promised. He promised to give you witty ideas. But no, we so clouded up about and distracted about what's going on at this moment. We can't be clouded and distracted about what's going on in the moment. Excuses. Oh, I should have been up right now. I should have did this right now. I should look. I lost speaking engagements. There's nothing I can do in anything about that thing. But guess what I'm doing right now? I'm seeking God, asking God, yo, give me what the ideas. Like the Zoom I did. That's good. What the ideas? Keep myself motivated. Keep myself going. Keep myself esteem going. That's what you must do at this time. And then when you come out of this lockdown. You will be prepared to get ready to go and run it. You know what I mean? You won't be walking. You won't be slugging through this thing. You know how you gotta keep yourself like give yourself a a, a, a pull like the like the uh, the go karts they had. You had to pull or the uh, uh, the lawnmower. You had to pull. You won't have to pull, man. You just you you ready. 
Stop making excuses. Get ready to go. You know what I'm saying? You heard me. <laughs> I'm the boy Moo, aka Mr. 21 Days, aka Musin Thornton. Yo, I'm Steven Shears, aka Mr. Running Glasses, aka Mr. Be There, aka Mr. You See Me, See You, Seeing Me, See You, While I See You, See Me. And, mm, yo, and I'm and I wait, I ain't doing mine. I, I know, I know. I go, go, my bad. Go, go, go. And, and I'm Dana Marie, aka Dana Speaks Life, aka the Crazy Cool Christian, aka. That's all I got for y'all. <laughs> And you've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. Ain't no complaints. 